pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Resonance! Resonance, resonance, FM. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Sorry, I just hit the mic with my nose. Okay. I do that. Was that to distract yourself from what was going on in your ears? Yep. But you find it so funny when I do that. No, it's when you hit it with your head. You don't often hit it with your nose. No, it's always my nose. Is it? Yeah. From here it looks like it's your head. Trick of the eye. Ugh. What other body parts can we mention today? <laughs> what else can we hit the mic with? Good question. I can't do that, no. How have you been, Simon? Dude, I've been le- practising that. Practicing that. Uh, yeah, yeah all, all good, Steve. Did you see the cricket yesterday? I did see the cricket, yes. <laughs> we were just talking about the cricket upstairs. And, we st- and Anne sat silently. You did. Yeah. And now we're doing it on the air. Did you not watch it, Anne? It's no. talk of the nation. I sat at home by myself. I heard some people, some neighbours. Mm. I heard some occasional cheers. I didn't know if they were watching that or one of the other sports that was on. Have you read about it? Nope. Uh, would you like Simon and I to recount nope. the cricket? I understand it was a nice time for everyone involved. <laughs> so you're happy for us? No, I'm so happy for you. Oh, that's good. Good. It was a great day. Did was you ever a great think? Day? Did you ever think you would see England win the World <gasps> Cup? Spoilers. <laughs> I was going to watch it on catch up. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I, I mean, uh, so I, I have a passing interest in cricket. Mm. Right? I don't know. Much, I don't know. I certainly don't know as much about it as you do. Uh, I understand the basics. Hit it, yeah. 
Run. Run. <laughs> or catch it. Um, yeah, I'm aware, I'm aware of the major players and stuff, mm. so I, I don't think it meant as much, to, uh, as much to me as it did to you. However, by the end of it, I mean, I, I was very fortunate enough. Uh, my wife was uh, very good to me yesterday. Let me have it on in the background when I was... <laughs> looking after our daughter and then towards the end of it, it when it kept going on it did uh, she fed Ramona uh, so I was very very lucky to see this once in a lifetime uh, chance of, uh, of it happening and yeah it was absolutely incredible why is it once in a lifetime could they not do it again well they've never done it <laughs> they haven't done it uh, so it's the first time it's ever happened calling it, they're calling it the greatest cricket match the greatest ODI maybe the greatest cricket match of all time and we were there Watching it on TV. Exactly. No, it's very good. It was good. It was good. It was oh, good. I'm so happy for you. I am. Well, you know. I am. What can we be happy about for you? Um, today, I was thinking. Gosh, my hair's smooth. <laughs> <laughs> what point in the day did that did it, that strike strike oh, you? Do you know, I was thinking about something, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm going to put my hair up," and I ran my fingers through it, and I went, "Yeah, like an advert." Really wow. yeah. something I've never thought about myself. <laughs> Whatever, once in a lifetime that would be for me. <laughs> have, uh, have you guys read ahead and read the letters we've had this week? No. Have I, you not? I've just seen the one that came in. Have you seen it? Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Shall we make Simon read that one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Well, it's not just us in the studio today, though. Break the habit of a series. <laughs> uh, thankfully, um, in the hour of need... We're joined by our caretaker. Hello. Hello. Thanks for coming. Dave, you've come down especially for this, haven't yes, you? Yes, yes, I've come down, yes. So our caretaker uh, does uh, too much work behind the scenes. Some would say you do more work than we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that is evidence. His service yes. is invaluable. We, could, you, we couldn't do without him and neither could our listeners. No. Well, mm. I've also come down, obviously, to celebrate Amazon Prime Day. It's, oh, of course, happy yeah. Amazon Prime Day. Happy Amazon Prime Day to you and happy Amazon Prime Day to all the listeners yes, at home exactly. as well. Have you bought anything today? Of course not. Uh, I've bought some elastic shoelaces. I'm waiting. I've, I've put my, I've put my bin bag under my uh, in the cupboard under my uh, stairs already, waiting for Jeff Bezos to come round and just put something in there. Just I've been a good boy. Alexa's been listening. She knows if I've been good or bad. So I'm just waiting to see what what she'll bring uh, round. I bought something. Did you get? What did you buy? Should we talk about it after the after the news? Uh, well, just in case it is a news story. Could <laughs> be. Could be. Ready, Anne? Uh-huh. One life left. One life left. One life left. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. It's 7.05 on Monday the 15th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Nintendo has announced the new Switch Lite. The Switch Lite will be a compact, lightweight console that's dedicated to handheld play. It will be out on the 20th of September and will cost around $200, which by that point will probably be about the equivalent of £1,000. It won't come with a dock and will have fixed controls instead of the removable multiplayer-friendly Joy-Cons. Literally, what is Karen going to do at parties now? (laughs) Um, So we knew this was going to happen. Like, didn't we? We'd speculated. We had speculated. So we didn't know. Well. We didn't know. uh, When One Life Left speculates, you know. That's our way of saying we know. (laughs) It's our way of giving permission. (laughs) Legally, it's definitely not. 
But it is. It is. It is. is. What do you think, Simon? Well, I wish they hadn't done it when I was out and about down in Brighton. Because, yeah, I was out and about down in Brighton. And then all Mm. of a sudden, oh, they've announced the Switch Lite. Um, So I scurried around to try and catch up on the news. Um, as, As we predicted... Or as we speculated, I should say. Um, yeah, no re- removable Joy-Con, uh, but, uh, but a proper D-pad. Mm. Slightly smaller screen, same resolution, slightly improved battery life. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it is what it is, isn't it? I think um, if you were able to more freely share your digital content, I would be personally more excited. But as it stands, I don't think it's... Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not interested. I'm no, not into it. I mean, I, I know that we'll both be here on September twentieth with our yellow switch <laughs> switch light. We def- definitely. I was going to ask you if you pre-ordered it. Yeah, 100%. No, I pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite ugly. I was. Quite, I was quite impressed. very big bezel on it. Thought that the um. What's a bezel? You know, it's the guy who runs Amazon. <laughs> it's um. So yeah, and I thought that um. I didn't quite get the point. I mean, I do get the point. It's for kids and it's Pokemon. Kids. Yep. Like, is the yep. point. But it, it, to me, it's worse. For someone who uses it, uses a Switch like I do, I, I plugged in a lot. And rarely, as a commuting device, it's it's not something I'm interested in. Right. So I think I'm out. I use the uh, Switch almost exclusively mm-hmm. uh, as a handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was talking to a friend at work who does similar. And she was like, it's a shame, though, isn't it? I was like, what? Well, they're taking away the option. And I was like, yeah, and how many times have you used it? Well, I haven't. But it's the option, <laughs> isn't it? So, you know, there is something that's quite nice and a, li- a little bit gimmicky about being able to just whip them off, uh, whip off the Joy-Cons because they're removable uh, and, you know, play with your friends. A game on the Switch with your friends. Uh, like Karen. Like Karen. I always think about her. Whenever we talk about the Switch, I always think about her. What you know? Is she still out there at all of the parties? And her friends are like playing got, the milk game. We've got to stop inviting her. We've got to stop inviting her. She just comes in, she sits down in the middle, and makes everyone play Mario Kart. And we don't want to play Mario Kart anymore. Square Enix is to unveil details and show the first public gameplay reveal of its Marvel's adventure game at San Diego Comic-Con this week. But if you're hoping to see all that good stuff from the comfort of your own home, think again, because it won't be streamed. There's an extended version of a single-player level shown at E3, which got a mixed response. Here at One Life Left, we're really looking forward to hearing about the cool Superman stunts they've got in the game. Good. Mm. Very good. Thanks. Solid. Mm? What is this? I don't know this game. It's uh, Crystal Dynamics, isn't it? Making a, a, a game based on the Avengers, right? But they don't have the likenesses to the no to the to the film characters, do no. they? No. So, so they're, 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 they're approximations of yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but they don't look exactly like them. No, and also the voices aren't, aren't them. them. <laughs> Does that mean it will look a bit like a cheap knockoff? I think it looks good, actually, from what I've seen. The extended trailer that they showed at E3, it looks right up my yeah, street. Yeah, I was going to say, you're into this sort of stuff. Well, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man. I enjoyed single-player games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a... Uh, uh, will it have Spider-Man in it? He's in the Avengers these days, isn't he? I've not seen Endgame. No spoilers. I haven't seen it. Okay. Apparently... <laughs> trying to work out the last one I've seen. Okay. But, well, Rock. the last one I saw did have Spider-Man in it. All right. Can you? Is this uh, a third-person action adventure? Yeah, it is. Is yeah, it it's from the Tomb Raider people? Right. So it's Tomb Raider Avengers. But rather than laring your way around the place, you're oh, using Avengers. Single, is it exclusively single player? It is. No. It's, oh, is it multiplayer? Oh, 
Mm. Oh, I don't. Maybe I've, been thinking, maybe I've been thinking about something else. Right, okay. I mean, you do do that. I do do that. I was doing that a, mo- a moment ago. Who's your, fa- who's your favourite Avenger? Oh, Captain America. No. What? Why? Because uh, I really like Captain America Winter Soldier. Dexter is... He's ashamed of me. He says, who's your favourite Avenger? I says, Captain America. But what can Captain America do that... He sleep, He goes to sleep for a long time and comes out <laughs> suspended in it. That is good. Yeah. OK. Uh, who's yours? Me? I don't, I don't know that I have a favourite Avenger. Can I take it? Uh, you can call me Ben, actually. Can I? Yeah. OK. We'll go for that. Right. Um, I don't know which one my favourite Avenger is. Dexter's the Hulk. Okay. Let's go Hulk. OK. Uh, he's got one joke, hasn't he, where he, like, all of a sudden he hits someone at the end. Dexter thinks it should be Doctor Strange, because she can bend time and space. I'm right. going for Hulk's got tops off. Like, tops off. You've got to go for <laughs> tops like off. Sherlock. Uh, I'm excited for this then. Uh, when's it out, Anne? I think it has got multiplayer in it. Okay. Bits of it. Bits, Bits of it. Don't okay, really... then I don't what, want to what play What game doesn't have multiplayer in well, these? Well, there. I mean, if you're on Nintendo Switch, every game's multiplayer. If you've got Karen around. <laughs> An anti-smoking organisation has claimed that it successfully lobbied Gears of War developer The Coalition to remove smoking from future games. However, studio head Rod Ferguson has said that new game Gears 5 won't contain smoking because he's worked not to have it included in the franchise. He tweeted, I've seen firsthand the devastating impact of smoking. It's always been important for me not to use smoking as a narrative device, which is why we made the conscious choice to avoid highlighting or glorifying smoking in Gears 5 and throughout the Gears of War universe moving forward if it's always been important to him can you smoke in space ah probably depends which part of it okay it's a space cigar so it's allowed (laughs) but sorry go on well if it's always been important to him Mm -hmm. then why is this only happening now that's the question uh well presumably because there are more people involved in the creation of these games than just him so he's spent the last four games looking for the right person to ask. And he was saying there wasn't any in Gears 4. Right. So how can you have it removed? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Dunno. I mean, he's he's basically going, look, you will have seen... uh, So he also said that um, one of the characters, I don't know, uh, was seen smoking in some promotional materials, but not in the game itself. What, just in downtime, in between scenes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think this is quite interesting because... Would you you expect smoking in it? What, in... In gear? Are you going to buy it for the smoking? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> what you want, isn't what, it? What games do have smokers in them? Oh, I don't know. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid. That's, yeah. it's, a, That's it's a mechanic there, isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm. Do any have vaping in them? Does Gears of War have vaping going forward? <laughs> Maybe. Can you vape in space? I, I'd imagine it's easier to vape. Because uh, you, you can vape on planes. Not can supposed you? To. No, that's what I feel like you can. <laughs> oh, pens with it. You know, what else you got in your bag? <laughs> I guess. Mental health organisation Take This has released a white paper about mental health concerns within the games industry. It's identified several factors that already impact the mental health of people working in the, the industry, including inclusivity and diversity, stress particularly related to crunch and public perception. The organisation is due to spend the rest of the year researching issues further with developers and has asked anyone within the industry to share their story with the hashtag Game Industry Story. Interesting. Have we looked at this hashtag? What's going on? No, I no. don't know. Okay. This will be a cheery one to uh, <laughs> read out, won't it? Uh, yeah, it was quite, they had um, released a little video about 
uh, the work that they're going to be doing, which is quite interesting. And, you know, it does seem to make sense. Someone in the video said, um, I was looking uh, looking into uh, sort of mental health and the impacts of games. Uh, and it was just all about how games make you violent. If you play a game, is, does it make you violent? Yes or no? Mm. Uh, and didn't there was nothing really looking at the impact on people making games and the mental health of people making games and what kinds of things you should be looking for. Uh, I'm finding it very hard to type and talk at the same time. I've got a question. Is this a problem? Because it's definitely a thing that... It's good that the games industry is better at calling attention to. Yep. Uh, but as someone who works, you know, almost exclusively in the games industry, I wonder whether this is a problem that's also happening in other industries and whether other industries are are also, you know, calling up the... Uh, the problems of overwork and, and other things within their industry. Yeah, I, I mean, I certainly haven't heard of it, but then I guess no. we, we wouldn't necessarily, would we? No. A it's... video games radio show, not a film one. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose if you're in a more manual job, then there are sort of rules around how many hours you can work. Mm. And I suppose it's the same like with driving and stuff, but they don't seem to, the games industry doesn't want to have rules enforced on it. So Right. Uh, but you do hear this talked about uh, increasingly. I was at a meeting a couple of weeks ago about a mm -hmm. new initiative that I think they're going to announce soon. We should okay. get someone on the show. Then, um, uh, yeah, just aimed at promoting the discussion around it to uh, predominantly aimed at players, actually, rather than the industry itself. So it's good to see both sides being tackled. I think the most interesting thing that's happened recently pertaining to this was the story that we had a few weeks ago about uh, Apex, uh, about how they they said, contrary to the Fortnite you know, punishing release schedule of doing updates every two weeks or whatever it is, that the Apex uh, devs have said, no, we're not doing that. You're going to have to wait for it because we want to treat our staff correctly. And maintaining that balance between what the players want, you know, i.e. content all of the time, and what at least some of them say they want, treat your devs fine is really really difficult yeah. um the hashtag hasn't taken off yet but then thinking about it this is quite when i was writing the story i was thinking this is quite like an emotive subject to ask mm. someone to yeah, hashtag exactly. like yeah, yeah. yeah so in in public view where my employer mm. and uh, all of the people that i have worked with and potentially will work with in the future i'm just going to sit here and say very openly and you know obviously we should be able to, to discuss mental health much more openly but it could be quite a sensitive issue especially when you're wrapping it into work so yeah i just wonder if a hashtag is maybe not the best way to get this kind of information and finally, it's a follow-up story. Remember when Iron Maiden, the band, filed a $2 million lawsuit against Iron Maiden, the game? Because Iron Maiden, the band, claimed that Iron Maiden, the game, was trading off Iron Maiden, the band's notoriety. How could you forget? Well, to stop any more fury from Iron Maiden, the band Iron Maiden, the game, has changed its name to Iron Fury. And with that, Iron Fury, the game, can now at least say it's no longer running to the hills and it's instead running free it's really good i like um uh, you know obviously it's a privileged position to be in here but sat opposite you as you embark on a story <laughs> i can tell whether you're really whether you're pleased with it <laughs> just so delighted yeah and what's good about that is that it's got the the use of the word band in there yeah. as in the mm. verb as opposed to the noun yeah there's oh, a whole lot going on there yeah I mean, is there anything else to say? There's <laughs> <laughs> not much, is there? I mean, great that all parties are happy with the resolution here. Yeah. Um, and they've been in the news twice now so with the, this. Everyone's getting a little bit of PR yeah. out of it. Sweet PR. People, and I, listeners are probably right now thinking, run to the hills. Yeah, did you know running free is another 
one of Iron I, Maiden's songs. I you could guess it, yeah, from the context and yeah. the grin on your face yeah. as you <laughs> as you got through that oh, news story. I did read through all of Iron Maiden's songs that they have ever released, both in uh, as singles and on their albums, uh, to find these. <laughs> <laughs> so you do do research around the news? Oh yeah, oh, of course you yeah, do. Yeah, Fantastic. Only for the jokes though. Good. Uh, anything to say, Ben? Iron Maiden have a plane. Don't Thanks, they? Ben. Just while I, uh, I find, <laughs> find the piece of music for this, do you want to guess what I bought from Amazon? Is it a game? It isn't a game, it's some hardware. Is it a, is it a small version of something? It is. It's is bought a mini joy, joy pad. No, I'm going to have to hand that over. Is it a small version of an old console? It is. Oh, you bought a PlayStation Classic. Bought a I did, but yeah. it wasn't your turn to guess. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's not excited. how this works. Too excited. Steve, did you buy a PlayStation Classic? I did, and wins. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left and Resonance, 104.4 FM. Yeah. It was 16.99. I know, that was the uh, price that you bit at then, was it? it was that, that was what it needed to be? Well, uh, well, it was 19.99 on Argos okay, a couple you're... of weeks ago, Ooh. and I missed out. Oh, okay. And I was annoyed at it. Right. And then today, just went on Amazon arbitrarily searching. What are you going to do with there. it, Steve? I am going to be disappointed at the... Emulation quality, apparently. I'll <laughs> based on based on reviews, I'm going to be disappointed that this does not run as well as the originals uh, do. Apparently, the frame rate's not up to scratch. That's if you don't do anything. That's to it, isn't it? I understand. I, I have not looked into that possibility. Okay, well, apparently, yet. you can make you can put some better emulators on it if you own if you own PlayStation. Apparently the joypad's quite good. Anyway, that was Famitracker Water Track. It's by Eight Bitch Nintendo. And it was pretty good. Very nice. Abrupt ending, though. Yeah, I wish they'd signal that in some way. Uh, so the the the, uh, the fact there's a PlayStation Classic was news to you. Yeah, I was never going to get that. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, oh, now I'm going to have to remember names. There's the SNES Mini. Mm-hmm. Is that that's yeah. the thing? There was what? Got there's that. like a Sega one as well. Is there? It's coming. It's coming. It's not coming. Got not got yeah. that. No. Uh, but yeah, I forgot that one. I've probably written a news story about it, haven't there's I? There's a Turbo Graphics one coming. That's one. PC that's the engine. name that I could see in my head, but I would never have been able to say those words. Okay. Yeah. That's on its way, and there's another one. It's, uh, Neo one. Geo. The Neo Geo Mini. Yeah. Uh, All of them. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Is that the one that you can play on TV and? 
Apparently not. No. No. <laughs> good. Uh, hello, Ben. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, yeah. It's good to have you on the show. You, when yeah. was the last time you were on? Uh, a few months ago, a season ago, when a it was just ago. me and Anne. Yeah. It's nice for you to check in once yeah. in a while to see yeah. how we're in. doing. Yeah. Genuine I'd come thing. in to talk about my new game, which is called Iron Fury. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing I we've gone through the trademark situation, so it's definitely it's ours. Fine. No one else can have it. Yeah. yeah. Genuine thanks for all the work that you do. Do you still <laughs> enjoy okay. it, Ben, or not? Well, as you can tell by the fact that the show's now come out on a Wednesday rather than a Tuesday, there's a bit... <laughs> wow. Is it a chore, having to go no. through it again? Well... No, because I, I never have to make any edits, so it's never. easy enough. No, but <laughs> never. All, all smooth, so Nothing. that's fine, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it is really, really important. We still, we would not still be doing this if, no. if there wasn't someone transporting our voices. You're like the or, fifth beetle. You are. Yeah. And there's only three of us. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> but we like to have a little buffer zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, something happened today to me. At the at the place where I'm working. Today. Oh yeah, where is that, Steve? I can't talk about it. Ooh. But uh, I was there meeting you, the team. Do you know where he's working yeah. now? It's disgraceful, isn't it? Yeah. I was meeting the team. What you'll do for money? You <laughs> <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself. It's meeting the team. I told my friend Dave time. about this. He couldn't believe it. Did Damo know about it? Damo does know about it. Damo still on the. Damo the other day. <laughs> So uh, I like the fact, or your description, uh, Ben, that you mentioned there's no demo news. And um, he popped up the other day, and Kate mentioned, she sort of went, oh, uh, Simon talks about this, and I don't want demo to know. Right? <laughs> I sort of, sort of like, shut us, I don't. Like, because I'm not being nasty about demo, but I like the fact that he doesn't, you know, that none of his, he's not acting up, right? This is, what you oh, hear is what you get with demo. Yeah. Um, but the other day, because uh, we're neighbours, he popped, and it's been sunny, he popped up not wearing a top, he leant over the fence. Really? That and is how I imagined Two phones. <laughs> exactly, yeah, catching wizards. We had a chance. I could take a picture of Damo, it could be the, could be the uh, cover, cover art, I felt. Sorry, mm. anyway, da Damo doesn't know yet. All right, okay. He'd be furious too. So, something happened today. Go on. Uh, so I was, I was, uh, I was, I was working, and, uh, and a man uh, said, uh, so I explained I had to go to go and do the radio show. And one of the, one of the men there said, what's the name of your radio show? Uh -oh. I said, I said, oh, it's called One Life Left. And another one of them in the room went, I thought I recognised your voice from somewhere. I used to listen oh, to that. that is the worst. <laughs> so did you ask them why they stopped? It was being poorly uploaded. It's evident, today. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like me too, me too. Uh, so that was exciting. It's always exciting when you find out someone yeah. uh, someone listens to the radio show. Yeah. Uh, and you know that wouldn't happen without you, Ben, unless people tuned in to Resonance one hundred four point four FM, which they should do. They should do. Yeah. They would hear the hear it live. The unedited without bit. the bits. I'm just wondering whether we need to cut out anything I've said. <laughs> Over the last series. the last five minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ben, uh, since this is our yearly know. review, yes, is there anything you think we could do to improve the show? Oh, is it, uh, I thought it might have been you checking up on no, me. You're no, very, no, no, you're, you're fine. Very, you're very, very, very happy. Fine. Very okay. we're happy. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, it's it's going all right. Yeah, I think it's smooth smooth movements between playing the music, start of the music. There's no gaps or anything like that. Nothing, nothing, nothing that right. needs editing nothing that from that see. perspective. So well, yeah, what, it's all smooth. What can we do to make your life better, Ben? 
If we if can I outsource uploading the podcast to someone else? <laughs> as long as it's not no. someone in this room. Oh. Yeah, that's right. That, that's a hundred percent fine. A care okay. caretaker. If you yeah. want to take a care intern, caretaker, taker. If you yeah. want to take an intern, then no. we yeah, are. they could do it for the exposure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe they'll get a job in uh, in radio. Maybe not. Yeah, uh, we'd be very into that. Uh, what are you What are you playing at the moment, man? What games are you? Don't we playing? do that in the review? Oh, no, you have to ahead. review something well, you're playing. Goodness what, no. what am I playing? Uh, I'm going back. I'm going back onto my Switch, which is I'm I'm still not using it with a dock, so I may as well just buy a light as well when that comes mm. out. But um, no, I'm playing Mario Odyssey, which is a new indie game that's come out. I'm just sort of <laughs> okay. getting and used you're, to that. You're playing it to its fullest. Like if you want, you can flick the right Joy-Con to get the hat out, can't you? Which you won't be able to do on the Switch yeah, light. I can get them both out, can't I? That's what I believe the kids are calling it these days. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 very good. Because you do because you do a lot of travel, don't you? Not not where yeah, but I'm normally travelling while I'm meant to be working, so it's a bit off to suddenly oh. get the switch out so while I'm right. Yeah, you have to you be look up. professional. And it, well, it's all on CCTV, isn't it? You, is it? You no, know, if you hack the CCTV and put with your a switch, loop, put a loop of what's yeah. going on in that. Scene. Yeah, yeah. I'll bear that in mind next time. Do you see many switches out and about? Not on the not on the trains that I'm on. I think it, it's most, a higher class of yeah. Training. Most most people are probably. Watching Netflix. They've got four line of consoles. Duty. They've, they've got, got they've Vitas. got a PS4 and their TV just on the table. Turbo graphics they're, light. They're, they're trying to uh, unite the wizards at uh, incredible <laughs> speeds. So that's mostly Good. what they're doing. Good. That's why. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. you ever tried playing uh, one of those? Uh, location-based games, Pokemon or, or I did play Pokemon Wizards Unite while you're on a train. No, I did I'm it. sure he's quite an efficient way of catching loads of things. It's good at the train station. There's a lot of there's normally a lot of sort of hubs or whatever they're called hmm. at the train station. But generally, no, generally, I, I, I think it was about a, when did Pokemon Go come out? It was about two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Because was it 2017? Because it came out in my in my. Uh, it's my anniversary of catching my first Pokemon because I took a photo of Pikachu oh, right. down my street. That was a time hop, was it? Never came back again. Really? No. Just... But have you, have, you, have you still got him? <laughs> Is he still alive? No. I think he got... Then eventually he came out with some baseball caps or something like that. There was a baseball cap. Pikachu. 2016. 2016. Sorry. That is... Oh, dear. Long time ago. Uh, so, Ben, you're often on trains. Yes. Uh, do you like games with trains? I do. Li- I do like games with trains That's very a good much. Question. Yeah. yeah, good That's question. What, what the sh- top ten? Top three? <laughs> top one? Top one? Top two? Games with trains. Top two. Well, there's there's Metro. Obviously, that's a very good mini metro. Uh, mini metro. Yeah, that's a good train game. Switch where you sort of put in lots of different mm-hmm. stations. That's very pure train based. I'd say the best train bit is still Goldeneye, which is. Very realistic as the the train level on Goldeneye. Yeah. What about those games where you have to run on the top of trains? That's a classic platformy bit, oh, isn't it? Was, yeah, always, always running on the top. The, of the, the first level of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the platform game. The end of Broken Swords. It's set on the train up to Scotland, isn't it? With yeah. some some rather coarse cool stereotypes from Charles Cecil there. Indiana Jones and Broken Sword with something in common. Hmm. Yeah, mm, interesting. Uh, do they have trains in um, Red Dead Redemption? Because I feel like they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. Actually, do you see the trains or do you just see the train tracks? No, you see the, you, they are used as fast travel. 
Oh, great. I mean, they, I know. And they are. Then you first, <laughs> like, very in the first Red Dead Redemption, you arrive on... Do you arrive on a train? I can't remember. I was so, so boring. Red Dead, so Animal Crossing boring. has a train as well. Okay, and then there's... Train simulator. I like, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like the... Um, the ones where you have to stop the trains to stop them crashing into each other. Where you, where you like a train conductor. Do you like those? Guys? I really do like I them. I really don't. Well, there you go. That's what makes the world so interesting, is, isn't Dad, it? Dad put me on edge because I've done a dispatching course. So I think anything that have involves you? actual trains crashing. Can you drive a train? Not if you're dispatching. I no, can but just... can could you? If push do you know the buttons well enough? <laughs> I have done an actual train simulator. Yeah. So if we were. But we need to make a quick getaway <laughs> from Waterloo to Bournemouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a very specific route. Would you be able to? Could you be our driver? The problem is that you need to. There's a switch that you need to keep pressing every uh, switch light. Eh? <laughs> there's a switch light at the bottom that you have to keep pressing every thirty seconds. Right. Really. Otherwise, otherwise the train will just stop. So all the what? power will go. To make sure you're awake. Yeah, you got well, to be so awake. Well, you haven't got a heart. Yeah, you don't have so a heart. So wait, well, like that. can't yeah. you just do that then? Because yeah. you know that. Yeah, yeah three of us. The problem is, it's like when I was playing, when I used to play a uh, rock band and stuff, when you yeah. had to do the bass, the bass drum. No, no, we're here as well. Don't do worry, that. we can help you out. There's three of us. You. One every. How long yeah, do you say? One every. Only one in the cab. Oh, come on, Ben. You bend the rules a little. We're hijacking a train. Does it beep when you... Uh, oh, b- yeah, it beep, b- b- yeah, When beep. you have to push it, right? Beeps just before, so you press it down and then you have to sort of press it up again. So you, so you can't, can't read a paper can't even, can't even put a Can't even put a uh, brick on it and just walk off. Yeah, you've got to keep, keep, wow. your, keep your eyes occupied. Yeah. This day and age, can't they track your body functions and all that sort of stuff? <laughs> aren't they? I don't think they'd allow that, no. Do you have to I hit... prefer it to having to hit a button every 30 seconds. Well, it's... Do you have to hit it, like, exactly on 30 seconds? It's, or is, it, is there a window? I think there's a bit of a window, but yeah, it's kind of like the ultimate clicker game, isn't it? It's really? like a like sort it does feel a... like there's a game in this. It's a really, really slow sort of DDR rhythm action game, like telling you, got that perfect. Yeah. Or yeah. good either side of it. Or well, no. well, have four buttons. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, the, and, they, and, and they vary, yeah. Now you One get, of them now you sing get with go... the horn. <laughs> now, you get, now you get to go to Peterborough. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah. No, what what it, else about trains don't we know? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you all the uh, the bits of an overhead line <laughs> equipment if you want, but we'll, we'll save that for the next episode when I come yeah, back. Yeah, do. Ooh, we don't um, want to overwhelm listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know, though, isn't it? That it is good to know. As well as being able to steal a train, you've got to be able to put you uh, hit a button every thirty yeah. seconds, otherwise it won't go. <laughs> It just stopped. So I every so often, because there were two of us doing it at the same time, one was bleeping and we weren't sure whose it was. So then... Hold on. Two I, of you were doing it at the same yeah, time? Yeah, you, yeah, said, right. you, you said, said one, one in a cab. cab. There were two cabs side by side. Were so you very sick of This is the game. Then the guy on the side made it really made it snow really bad so I couldn't see sort of further out of the cabin. And what so do you do then? you just got to keep your eyes peeled and then all of a sudden it was a red light so it was... Full wow. brake, slamming the brakes on. You know, like that Top Gun thing where they're in cockpits waving at each other. Oh. That's what he's talking about right now. Two trains going from Peterborough to <laughs> Croydon, and yeah, okay, good. Which you can do these days, actually, Steve. Can you? From, Please, no. Since last May, you can go from Peterborough to East Croydon. Steve's on the money there. <laughs> that's impressive. I was about to say that is not a. That's it not is. Possible, he knows yeah. what he's talking about. He's right. Out. He's absolutely spot on. 
four trains an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to impress Ben now. <laughs> I'm not sure it's four from Peterborough, but uh, uh, whether some come from Cambridge lot, as well. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, Cambridge, yeah. Where they sort of converge go, go just around, north of Hitchin. Go around by St Pancras. If they yeah. go by the Hitchin Loop. Oh, the Hitchin Loop. <laughs> Tell me about... No, don't. Where, <laughs> where can people find out more about trains? Uh, at, at the National Railway Museum at York. It's very good, isn't it? Where can people find out more about you, Ben? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ask, ask someone on a train and it might be me. Yeah. Should we do the letters? Letters. Right. Uh, who wants to start? Well, we said that uh, we said that Simon was going to read out Chris Stewart's letter. Okay. So maybe we should start with. Shall I start with Greg Strauss? Yep. Okay. Uh, hello, team and SSG. Writes Greg. Had a lovely couple of days of sunshine, sinking, and uh, snetworking at Develop last week. Although my travel got proved, travel back proved to be troublesome after I mistakenly got on the wrong train, train. to Portsmouth instead of London. What was what was uh, Greg's error there? Portsmouth instead of London. Mm, we got the wrong train. Uh, Just got the wrong, wrong platform. Yeah. Wrong platform, mate. It can happen sometimes yeah. if the train delay and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, after realising this and getting back on the right track, train hey. joke. I had another two hours until I reached London, so I booted up my Switch and decided to finally play Katana Zero, a game I bought when it came out but never got round to starting until that point. I'm not exactly sure why I put it off until now, but I guess the extended travel time finally gave me the appetite to get properly started with it. Has there been a game you bought or got round to playing due to an accidental circumstance? I don't think there is. I'm very... Uh, specific with the games I play, why I play them and when I play them. Simon told me to buy XCOM for my phone because he said it would be very useful during the labour and the delivery of my first child. Never got an opportunity to play that. Um, So... (laughs) If there are any accidents in the future... Yeah, then you can... uh, or. Maybe you can... Oh, I was going to say, if you didn't get the opportunity, what were you doing? It's too busy fretting. Were you? Yeah. An anxious time. Wasn't there any downtime? There was a little downtime when I played N++ on my Switch. Did you? You were bold enough to get your Switch out? Because yeah. I never was. was real, really, yeah, you told me that, and yeah. I thought, I'm going to show him. Okay. And show him that it's possible. Right. Played N++ during the only short amount of, nothing's really going on, have a nap, all right, I'll just relax, play N++. Yeah, feet up. Did that. Pop the kettle on, love. Woke up to chaos <laughs> during during what I thought would be my XCOM time. Right. And someone that was beat, it. Someone had beaten you high school. That was it. <laughs> Forgotten to press pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was it. So, no, I didn't get an opportunity. Did you get any accidental games? Well, I keep thinking, oh, I'll buy that now. Um, and then uh, when I've got nothing to play, similar to... The correspondence, uh, Katana Zero, uh, but then I just keep buying more new stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. And so, I mean, I've not started Minute yet. I've not started yeah, State of Mind. Won't take you long. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not quite. What about you, Ben? Any accidental starts? Um, I suppose the weirdest accidental game I played was when my dad was well, my, da- my dad was a teacher, and we lived in when we still lived in England, and he brought home the Doomsday Book. Doomsday, but it was this big laser disc, laser disc computer, and you could sort of 
it was meant to be educational but then i could play there was a bit where you could walk around a museum and then you could sneak outside kind of like a bit and it then it went a bit like google street view oh, it was right. a bit of an adventure out there okay. so that was sort of a thing that was wasn't a game but then turned out to be a game nice and mostly i used it to look at pictures of optimus prime so. <laughs> Anne. That's fair. Uh, Dear team and SSG, Sunday was one of those exceptional days where all of the sports seemed to be happening at once. And it was all terribly exciting, wasn't it? Various new rules amped up the drama even more. The Cricket World Cup final went to penalties. The men's tennis final at Wimbledon went into overtime and then penalties. And the hosts of the British Grand Prix bought out the rubber banding safety car resulting in hashtag blessed Hamilton coming up trumps again for his home crowd. Sometimes it's hard to know whether the rule changes are there to genuinely improve the sport or just to make for better television. But let's give everyone the benefit of the doubt. At a competitive level, the rules of gaming seem to be a lot more fluid and adaptable with patches and updates changing the meta, uh, changing the meta all the time. But are there any underlying gaming rules that need to be shown the door to make for a leaner, more entertaining experience? For example, do we really need to have challenge uh, have challenge driven by checkpoint systems in games that are designed to be more fun than uh, mechanically difficult time spent solving a frustrating puzzle or boss battle doesn't always equate to enjoyment you're head of the governing body for for the day what do you change your championship contending correspondent chris conroy Mm. that's a great question isn't it what things would you change about games? But did you, so, as a cricket expert, did mm. you know about the boundaries wall for the super over? The countback? Yeah. No, I didn't know about that. And it wasn't clear when, when it was on either, was it? It was just said, like, oh, OK, well, if you draw with them, then they will win. It wasn't explained on the commentary. I didn't, it was, I didn't quite catch, or I certainly I didn't catch it. It was explained at the start of the super over. On that television? If this was going to be a tie, yeah, on TV. That England would win? England would win if it was, going to, if it, if it was a tie. So I heard said, that, but they, they never, they never Said how ma- the they never said how many. They didn't say how many was. boundaries uh, England and uh, New Zealand had got. In fact, I think they had said earlier in the thing that it was going to be if, if it was a tie, then it would go yeah. to the person with the most boundaries. But no one had done that math at that point. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it's a new rule. I do think it was a. You know, it was not something they expected to happen. So they weren't factoring that in during the fifty overs. No. Yeah. N- no, but then but obviously, why? Why would you? Be, yeah, because it's you so it so tight. You wouldn't expect it to go to a super over. No. That's super unlikely to be two hundred forty-one all. Apparently, this is what cricket is, Steve. Or cricket is all it's super only over. Become just one over. Exactly. I think, I think of all over. of the things that I feel sorry for New Zealand about. That's the least of them because that's the playing condition. That's the same for both sides. No, no, and sure, but it was um, it was a way of using the existing things that had happened in the game. Uh, without re- requiring any other, you know, they'd whoever made the rules of cricket yeah. a million you, years ago. You know, I've seen some people saying, New Zealand, uh, you know, why didn't they do it on wickets lost, right? In which case, New Zealand would have won. But hey. you could, you know, if that had been the playing condition, then England may have not gone for risky runouts near the end and not lost those wickets. So I, I don't think you can. It's a clever way, I thought, of separating the teams, despite the fact I didn't know about it specifically, like using what had already happened mm. and so applying that to games. Yeah, oh I, gosh. I, I saw the best suggestion for how they should have done it, or how the second Super Over should be same, same deal, but 
the opposition uh, would get to pick which batsman you have and which bowler oh. you have. So you choose someone who can't bowl to yeah. bowl. And, so and they have to it, use a bigger ball. Yeah. <laughs> Underarm tennis ball. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's uh, fun to think of those things. Yeah. So would you change any rules in games? Or uh, Nothing, uh, yeah, but it's, it, it's a good... Because FIFA started playing with that sort of thing, hasn't it? Enabling you to liven up foot, the, the, the games of football by having how, what it calls house rules. In, uh, in FIFA, do you have VAR? Oh. We talked about this. <laughs> Thanks we, for listening, uh, Yeah, cheers, Anne. What? Did you used to listen to One Life? <laughs> there was an episode when was it? entitled Varmar Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I just blank after the show. No. I don't know what I d- was... Yeah, I don't think you were on this one. Were oh, well, in which case, if I wasn't on it, there's no <laughs> way I was... <laughs> you were talking about the PlayStation Classic. That's well. right, yeah, it was unveiled. It's when all the good stuff happens. Yeah, can anybody think of any other... I always think it's a bit bad that some games just don't get played because you get stuck on a bit, so there should mm. be kind of like a chapter system yeah, and, yeah. and everything should yeah. just be unlocked if you need it to be unlocked. Yeah. And I think my... my I'm not sure if this fits quite with this question, but does with what you're saying there. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I would change about games is I would get rid of easy, medium and hard difficulties. Scrap that entirely and have different... I'd have all games being, you know, uh, being at a difficulty level, whatever the designer chooses, I'd have it set for time. So I'd be able to go in and say, OK, I want to play this for two hours for four hours or for 12 hours or whatever it is mm. and then I could play it for two hours I could play it at a you know the experience the designer wants and get rid of all of the fluff that is there just to pad it out the game for teenagers who get cross because the game finishes after two hours that's what I would do wow there we go there we go you got a letter Chris Stewart writes yes dear team OLL and SSG I'm planning a wedding. Congratulations, Chris. He's not getting married, but he is planning a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Lately, there have been lots of conversations about who gets to come, especially as my future in-laws come from a culture where it's common to invite business associates and tenuous connections. As a result, my side of the party is looking a little bit on the spa side. Then I thought, three voices have accompanied me over the last seven years or so, providing sage advice and such reliable, high-quality content. I have a deeper relationship with you than some random investor. So do you want to come to my wedding? Do we? I do. Let's Obviously. go. <laughs> yes, we do. Thanks very much. When's, when, when is it, Chris? Yeah, Chris, write in and tell us the details. We probably won't read them out on air. Probably. Yeah, make sure they're going. That's very, very thoughtful. Thank you yeah. very much. Wait a second. I just said I do. Uh, <laughs> you, you've yeah, married, 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 married to Chris. Chris. Also, weddings and video games. We don't see that so, uh, so much, do we? Love and kisses, Chris Stewart. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. that wasn't a wedding, though. What do you know, oh, man? I don't know. It didn't go ahead, did it? It was purely a civil partnership. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think when I was getting married, I started looking into loads of those, uh, into any games that were wedding-based, and loads of them were sort of um, those Japanese sort of narrative games, and I ended up playing quite a lot of those. Mm. Um, but with that, it tends to be the pre-wedding bit that you're doing, mm-hmm. rather than the actual wedding-wedding. I'm thinking about what having to buy a hat for Chris's wedding. Baseball cap. <laughs> no, no. Let us know, Chris. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. We'd, yeah, we would love to. What's the dress code? Yeah. Do we have to do the show there? <laughs> <laughs> as, as one of the speeches. What console would you like as a Maybe. wedding gift? The um, the host of the of the awards down in Brighton, the developer Star Awards, I think they were called now, uh, was the voice of the balls, um, Alan Didicut. 
the voice of the National Lot- Lottery, voice oh, the ball he builds himself as. So he actually wasn't there on stage. It was <laughs> it was all over this amazing screen. Um, and yeah, he just did it over the mic. And so and now coming on, they had, they had people got to hand out the awards. And now we're well, welcome on stage. It's Steve Cohen to hand out the awards to here are the nominees. And uh, Steve, who are the winners? How did we do with our picks yeah, for have the you winners? Both got your houses. That's true. Well, I've got my house, Steve. <laughs> did I? Uh, yeah, we we won. Curved right. Uh, did who, I? Wait, didn't I bet my house on that? Yeah, you were betting. So hey! I've got my house. Okay. I've got my house. Uh, I forget who the other, who the other picks were. Uh, didn't picks. I bet one of the houses on Sumo winning? I'm sure I Sumo did. Sumo did win. Yeah. yeah. And they won. Yeah. There you go. You uh, both. You there's both. no way to look back and find out who no. bet whose house. <laughs> I think it's yours. Oh, wait, no. Does that mean no. I get to keep it if they won? We are coming around to collect it. I think, I think yours is the only one that we haven't checked yeah. whether whether, you, whether you're still allowed to live in your house. I think I'm still allowed. Uh, but that was really good. So it was an event that was done exclusively over the mic. Because right at the very end, he was wrapping up. He'd appear, he appeared on the balcony, put a spotlight on it. He was now enjoy the after party. <laughs> it was really good. So maybe we could do that at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The voice of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for your letters. We didn't even have to ask them this week, but keep oh. them coming to... Teamofonelifelife.com Ancient Myth by Cypher Sparson. It's from chipmusic.org, like the music we generally play on the radio show. Um, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. We talk mostly about video games, sometimes about trains. And today has been very trains and cricket heavy. It has. It has. Yeah. Also, you know. Have you enjoyed it, Anne? Oh, mate. Hey? <laughs> it's your two favourite things. Yeah. <laughs> I do love trains. And cricket exists. It's a beautiful day today, isn't it? It's, I, I really like the shows. I mean, I like the show all the time, but when we have the windows open, you get a little yeah. bit of ambiance. Well, Does that come across in the, in, in, in the podcast, Ben? Sometimes, yeah. You can hear, hear, hear the outside world. Hear the, the sirens. The slow radio, I think that's what they call it, don't they? <laughs> hear the trains in the background <laughs> chugging their way past on the way to Peterborough. Got another guest in the studio, don't we? I wasn't sure what you were going to oh. oh, oh, we can hear outside. Who's that coming up the Resonance FM path? <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I thought you were coming. And I'm really disappointed that you didn't. I am not, because that was excellent, Simon. <laughs> we, as well as getting Anne to do the accents on the news, we're getting you to do sound effects yeah. and everything now. Great. Foley. Who is it, Steve? Oh, look. It's Sega Badawi. Right. Imagine there's a jingle here. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The men's Wimble Pong Championships crowned their champion after the longest ever final set in the tournament's history. The retro player Novak Djokovic 20 managed to defeat the zombie Roger left for Dedera after an epic five-set match, with the final set taking over two hours before Djokovic 20 won after a tie combo breaker. In other words, in other sports news, the New Zealand story also had an epic conclusion as Tiki Kiwi managed to rescue all of his cousins from the evil blue leopard seal that had kidnapped from the zoo, but also lost their final life at that exact moment. This meant that it went to a super New Zealand story over, which also had the same conclusion and meant that the Kiwis lost on boundaries scored. This was very hard on the Kiwis, particularly as no one was quite sure how boundaries could be scored on a 30-year-old platformer. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Yay! It's like doing walking out. Oh, yeah. There he goes. Why is Obviously, he walking my... on the desk? Yeah, and also, um, my wedding ring makes it sound like he's got a limp. <laughs> We're working on the backstory now. Yeah, there's exactly. more coming out as we go along. Reviews. Simon. D. Ben. Ben. Yes, that's me. Um, well, I, as I said before, I've been playing uh, Mario Odyssey, but the other game I've been playing is uh, Ape Out. Ooh. which I, I thought it was, I was using it for inspiration for a song because I was thinking I could do Swing Out Sisters Ape Out mm. the problem is there's not much you can do about it really in terms of lyrics but um, yeah I quite I really like it it's good fun but I've reached a bit where all of a sudden all the bad guys have flamethrowers and it's just really difficult now keep I, moving. I prefer just running around and just smacking people I found the flamethrowers really Buddies. odd because sometimes I could deal with them really easily and then other times it's like oh yes. I've suddenly got yeah, so so yeah, if you don't know, Ape Out's a game where you play as a gorilla who bursts out of a thing and starts squashing, squashing all the bad guys and it's to a tune of jazz. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting into jazz as well, so it's kind of good. <laughs> it's a win-win on my book. <laughs> apes, and, uh, apes and jazz, that's a good combination for me. Are there any trains in it? Not as far as I've seen, but I mean, oh, Apes on a Train, that's, yeah. that, that's the sequel, <laughs> isn't it? Sequel. To the film that everyone wants. <laughs> But yeah, um, the other thing is, I realised by playing it, I was trying to work out what's the difference between an ape and a monkey, and an apes don't have prehensile tails. Oh. So Donkey Kong is an ape, but then I realised Diddy Kong has a prehensile tail, so Diddy Kong is a monkey. So I'm trying to work out how that relationship actually works, yeah. So now the whole... It's just totally confused me, yeah. and therefore, while Ape Out's a great game, it's just caused confusion in me, yeah. so I like, have to give it a 7 out of 10, I think. Anne. Anne. What? You're just bringing facts today. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Dr. Mario World. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, oh I landed on my phone a day early. Brilliant. I pre-ordered it. Yeah, there it was on my phone the day before I expected it. Yeah, it was a day early for everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, a day early. Got that. Got playing it early. Um, so, Mario's a doctor. Which was a turn up for the books. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some backstory. So Peach gets um, kidnapped again. Yeah. And then there are some viruses. Mm. Still not entirely sure why. 
uh, and then it's a match three and you have to uh, match the viruses to get rid of them and then you go around the board and then and then suddenly for re- four narrative reasons uh, Peach and Bowser become uh, suddenly they also want to stop the viruses so you're doing it by yourself but also you're trying to track down Peach and then you can use them as doctors as well and they've got their own sort of powers to do like remove different rows and things so it was like the match three game was just a little bit too convoluted not convoluted it was just took a little bit too much time to get there every time I wanted to start a new level and then there's this narrative thing which I don't know that I particularly understood or it was fine Uh, but I played it a day early so that was a nice time Mm. 7 out of 10 Steve I have been playing uh, quite a few games on Steam this week. Steam, uh, have you seen Steam Labs? I am aware of it. I've not used it yet. Again, they launched that when I was out and about. I have used it. Okay. And it is good. Hooray. The Steam Recommender is the best thing I have found to recommend you Steam games. It is much better than what, the... Than, than the, us? Apart from us. Okay. It's much better than the uh, than the list, your daily list thing the they list. give you. It's, what's it called? Your wish list. Your no. recommended. Yeah, something like that anyway it's better than that it's certainly better than the default curators they have there as well um it's just an engine that like looks at your library and then you can adjust some sliders based on how recent you want the game to be and how popular you want the game to be and it's thrown five or six games at me that i hadn't heard of and are very much my sort of thing hit us steve um the one i want to talk about is called roguemance have you heard of Rogemance? Nope. So the easiest way what of just... Dis- sorry, first of all, what were, what were your parameters when it threw this up? Sexy. <laughs> Sexy That's all by default with you, though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's always on. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I, Well, no, sorry. I, did, I, I adjusted the parameter. I wanted something in the last few years, I think three years, and, uh, and I think I was basically two-thirds along the popularity to non-popular uh, or, or niche uh, slider. Anyway, Rogemance is... Are you familiar with Jason Rohrer's Passage? (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Just a rumour. So uh, Passage is an art game in which you uh, make your way through life, uh, possibly with company and possibly without. uh, Rogemance, I would say, is a more traditionally gamey version of that. You explore a um, turn-based battle world uh, with a partner or without. And... It's strangely affecting uh, in the journey that you make through this world, and the battle system is, uh, I think, unique. I've never seen a turn-based battle system like this. You you basically choose from four actions, which you have to play all of those four actions until they reset. You can turn left or right and um, look at... You can see what the other people on the row are going to do, what action they're going to perform, and you've got to work out how to use those four actions in the right order and not get injured and hurt the other people or heal them if they are your partner uh it's super 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 great um and really really cheap and only had i think 20 steam reviews so Mm. it has been missed by most people but i would heartily recommend it seven out of ten great simon uh i've been playing resident evil 4 which one's that? Uh, that was not the one I thought it was. It's not the the one that everyone said was racist. No, it's not that one. Is it the one that I don't know any it's other? It's the one before. Spanish that one, one in it. It's the Spanish one. 
It's not. It's. Is it the one that came out on the GameCube? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. And there's a Wii. There was a Wii version, and, yeah. and a lot of people say it's one of the best games ever made. Hmm. Are you one of those people? I'm, I'm absolutely not. No, oh. it's it's it must be a game that has not aged well whatsoever. Predominantly down to the to the control method, which uh, I understand they've added in an extra one. But if if anybody thinks that any of them is any good, they are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really angry about this. I mean, fortunately, it was my Russian friend who bought it. Right. He only paid £13 for it in the sale. But it's, it's basically unplayable. And everyone's saying, well, actually, you, know, you just need to stick with it. Uh, you know, it's a, bit, it's a bit awkward at first. Like, well, okay, it's a survival horror where, you know, every bullet matters. And therefore, what you want to be able to do is aim them with some sort of precision. And actually, because you can't move and fire, why would you? Uh, <laughs> In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a zombie action game. Uh, so you have to stop, pull your arm out, and then wave it around with either the left or the right jo- um, thumbstick. You choose. Uh, and it's still, like, incredibly clumsy. You can't, you can't move and, and aim at the same time. It's, and apparently the, uh, the GameCube version, no, the Wii version, introduced yeah, a pointer, pointer system, which yeah. some people say made it a little bit easy, I would argue, presumably made it playable. Uh, I, I, so I'm like, well, people describe this as one of the best games ever made. Should I stick with this? Mm-hmm. Push on with it. I'm not going to go back and play Slay the Spire again. <laughs> How you Seven on with out of ten. That? Really good. I've uh, I've I've uh, I've ascended. I've got. I've I've completed a run with all three characters now. So I'm going to go back uh, and do some more. Mm, I know. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Have you uh, so have you? You've beaten the the heart. Have I? Victory question mark. Question mark. Hmm. Mm. It's good, so good. Right, Ben, thank you so much for coming on. It's okay. You saved the show. <laughs> Again. Good. Again. I mean, you save yeah. it every week. Yeah. No bits to cut out this week. I mean, why, you know, not that there ever are. I'll just Apart add, maybe I'll one add, bit. I'll add more trains in. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, can people follow you on Twitter? Yeah. Go uh, on. Uppy17UPPI17. You can add a little train noise. Boop, boop. <laughs> Don't need to. I just need to add you saying it in at random moments. Perfect. Thanks so much, Ben. And thanks to all of our listeners for yes. listening. We will be back next week. Next week. See maybe, you then. maybe with a guest. Just yeah, come along yeah, to the studio. Exactly. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs>